Hello. <laughs> that should be good enough. This is Mike. I just want to sound normal for once. <laughs> Mikey, two names. It's been a long weekend. A little, little hungover from the the last couple of days of celebrating this uh, this glorious Memorial Day. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good one. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just be honest. I, not that I add the best input. Normally, I ramble through like points that I'm about to hit. <laughs> just keep missing them. <laughs> so with with how I'm feeling right now and the absolute slowdown from the weekend, I'm I'm gonna be a little slower than normal, which means I might not my talking might not be out of whack. So yeah, we'll, I'm be, able to, we'll be able to understand you for a change. <laughs> no, it's good. We're gonna keep it short anyway. It's uh, it's been a wild weekend, and uh, you are trying to pack up to leave the country for a couple of weeks. So uh, we'll keep it we'll keep it pretty pretty short. But I did want to touch a little bit on Memorial Day. You know, the state is still out in full force with the memes and the flags and, you know, my, my house isn't immune either. We we got the, the fucking Boy Scout American flag out in front of the house that we paid for or whatever. But, I was about to say, half the neighborhood yeah, has them. The wife. The wife is an anarchist, so <laughs> we have a fully patriotic house this weekend. She balances you out. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it's been an interesting last few days i know the was it the u.s army account that that tweeted something out about uh you know tell us your story yeah, and how the army changed your life yeah and they how it affected your life some bullshit and they ratioed. oh god it was terrible oh, it was the most depressing thing but yeah man it's it's odd that we we've elevated the state to the status at which it has you know it's it's on full display this weekend where we're literally celebrating the death of the nation's youth. You know what I mean? Um, there's all these memes out, you know, about, oh, you got to, you know, support the vets and, you know, remember the, remember the fallen, the, they, they gave our, gave their life for our freedoms and, and, you know, yada, 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 all this bullshit. Well, you know, honestly, I, that's what's most frustrating to me because there, there hasn't been a war in our lifetime or our parents' lifetime that was fought by our soldiers for our freedom. To protect the land. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what the, what, what the state says, yeah. nothing has been fought to protect our freedom. It's the whole, you know, the freedom ain't free and all that bullshit. We're not, we're not fighting for our no. freedom, man. When's the last time you can truly say that? You, you can almost say World War II just because the Japs attacked U.S. soil, but at the same time, that, was, yeah, that was, just gave, yeah, there's, there's a we whole... We can go down that rabbit hole in another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Half the people over there go, oh! Yeah, but it's true, you know what I, I mean? I didn't... So I didn't go to church this weekend because we were playing baseball. We were in a baseball tournament, and... Uh, the, the wife went to church with, with the daughters and um, I can virtually guarantee the service that took place, how many flags were there. I'm yes. sure there were plenty of lapel pins. The good thing is that at least at the church that we've been going to, there is an American flag at the front. 
There is an American flag at the front, but it's it's not on the motherfucking altar. It's like it's off to the side on a side wall. You know what I mean? But it's uh, praying to the second religion. Yeah, but it's still there. You know, and I, I remember when I was little. You know, growing up in the church, and there was always a, an American flag prominently placed right next to the Christian flag. You know, and then. Mm-hmm. On July Fourth, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, it seems like it got a little bit more prominent. It's like you know, what are we? Scooting into the frame yeah. a little bit more. Like what are we? Sunday. What are we? It's what just, are we praying to? Yeah, but it's it's just all of that. Like it's so prevalent in our culture. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're secular or religious. It's it's ever present. You can't get away from it. It's just it's 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 so ingrained in the culture that you just, you can't escape. The statism. It's it's this forced patriotism. You know what I mean? Like this weekend, it's just it's definitely on display. And it's you know, I'm not like Patriots. I'm not an emotional guy, but it's it's really it's saddening. It really is. Patriotism. Patriotism. Sorry, good lord. That's in one word in this podcast. Just start over. Yeah, I, just, already butch- I already butchered it. Just start over. <laughs> so the mountains are blue, that's why I'm mm-hmm, stumbling. Mm-hmm. Um patriotism. Lacking for another word is propaganda. Absolutely, they're 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 one and the same. You can't you can use them in the same you know you can use them universally in a sense. It doesn't matter. It's it's the same thing. And I grew up support the troops. You know, like everybody else who on the face of this on the face of this earth in America is has family that was in a war, right? Absolutely, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins, great grandparents, great uncles. I think I've had multiple family members from every generation fight in every war leading back to the civil war. Yeah. Um, someone in my family has fought in every Same. war since the civil war. Same with me. And so of course, growing up in that, you know, that household it's you know, and I love my uncles and my grandparents who, who fought, you know, and it sucks who fought for their country. But then I've also seen some family members come back and, just be completely different people. I've had multiple friends come back and commit suicide after Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, I have a buddy right now who you met. Yeah, I was just going to bring him up. Yeah, I mean, I know he probably wasn't the most normal guy in high school. He had his issues, right? But but who doesn't? He's fucked up now, man. I mean, and there's no other reason than what the military did to him and what what he was forced to do. And things he was forced to do, whether they were true or even if a fraction of what he said is true, is terrifying. Yeah, what absolutely. he did in his two years. Over absolutely. I, I have this pulled up right here. This is actually kind of a damn cool saying by here by Ron Paul stating that it is patriotic to support peace. Yeah, I agree. That's the most patriotic thing you can do is to instill peace and love and community within the American people instead of a constant propaganda yeah. to be fe- we have to be on fear. Think about it. We're in a constant state of escalation and a constant state of fear. Of course. And fear is the greatest it's the greatest lever for control. It, it is. It's just like in nineteen eighty four. We've always been at war with East Asia. Yes. We've always been at war with whatever the other country was. You know, it, it changes. There's always there's a constant there's state of enemy, there's a constant state. state of war. Exactly. So if we're not, if, if our guns aren't pointed to Russia or China or the Middle East or freaking every damn Muslim or person it's that true. doesn't look like us, then our guns would be pointed at the American government. It's, it's to keep us blind to what's yes. actually happening. So 
as long as there's some, you know, boogeyman mm-hmm. down the street for us to be afraid of, we're not going to look at the real enemy, which oh, is the, which is the state. Um, yeah, there was another quote that I saw on Twitter that was posted earlier. It was by Einstein, and I, I don't know the quote. I'll butcher it, but effectively, it was the people who find ways to not go into military service uh, are basically the future of the country, right? Because they're, they're going to be the brokers of peace moving forward. Um, so if you want wars to end, you should have more people trying to get out of military service. Yeah. Those are the ones who are trying to be peaceful, right? So it's, it's kind of in the same the same vein as, as Dr. Paul's Dude, statement there. those recruiters, man. Those, I, you know what? I give them props. Every freaking sales company should hire Marine and Army recruiters. I almost signed on the line when I was like, well, when I was like 18, 17, or I think it was before I was 18 to commit, you know, just oh like yeah, you say yeah. like, oh, in two years when you turn 18, yeah. because I went, I want to pull a competition. There you go. At the Rice Harvest Festival. There you go. Yes. They were like, oh, you, want, you can do, you can work out and play with guns. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. That, that's every weekend here already. Yeah. You want to like, beat up brown people and shoot guns? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We'll, we'll find a fucking enemy that doesn't look like you and Absolutely. pull you in their direction. Absolutely. Oh, they almost suckered me. And then I remember I gave them my phone number and I was a senior in high school and I'd actually already applied to a university, got in, and I get a phone call from this guy. I answered it. You know, my mom's like, hey, there's a phone call for you. Here it is, Mikey. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Grab the phone, go back to my room, sit back in my beanbag chair. I'm watching a... Like a Patriots game or something. Go yeah. figure. I hate the Patriots. I watched them to lose. I, well, I hope they, they yeah. never do. So I'm always disappointed. And he was like, hey, man, you watching the Patriots game? I was like, oh, yeah, dude, I am. I'm like, it's a pretty damn good game. He's like, oh, yeah, man, this, this game's a badass game. Da, da. What do you think of Brady? We're just, you know, da, 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 going back yeah. and forth, back and forth. And I sit there and I go, holy shit. Hey, bro, do I know you? <laughs> I'm thinking it's one of my buddies. Just because the voice was kind of familiar, the way he talked with me, the way he, he interacted fucking, with me. He fucking got you. Dude, he got me. I thought it was just one of my buddies. I didn't even know which buddy it was. Yeah. But the way he was talking to me, I knew it was a buddy. Who right. doesn't talk to you this way? And he goes, yeah, man, well, I got your number here. And it says that you you know, you know, want to come join the Army. You ready? I got All you got to do is say yes right now. We'll, we'll come get you here at the end of the summertime. And you know, we'll ship you off to... Where is it San Antonio or no, that's the Air Force. I can't remember where. And yeah, here in South Texas, that. they send you for the Army. I guess it's is it out in Colleen, Fort Hood. Oh, Fort Hood and Colleen. Yeah. That's probably where yeah. it's at. And I was like, no, oh, dude, hang on. I was like, no, nah, man, sorry, bro. Actually, I'm going to go to college. And he was <laughs> not even like pissed, like disappointed. <laughs> he was like, oh, like, really? You sure you want to go that route? Not that I'm a fan of the university Absolutely institution. Not. Yeah. But it was just he was he was he was so sad that I was gonna throw my life away at the university, which I probably did. Um, so I used my degree anyway. Neither, neither <laughs> one of us are using the degree that we got. So. No, no. It was, although, although I will point out, unlike Car Campit, I am a real engineer. Uh, is he a car engineer? <laughs> he's, he's some sort of automotive engineer. No, no, he's a fucking he's a fucking civil. Yes. <laughs> He studied like concrete chemistry. Ah, he builds the roads. Yeah, he's I, the one building the roads. He's yeah, the one that yeah, exactly, want, exactly. He needs the state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but getting back to it, I just wanted to say the the propaganda right there was in full effect, and I they had me hooked, lined, and sinkered, and they had guys they had hired to talk to you like they were, you were their buddy. That's they wild. They knew you, and it sucked me in, and it it scared me. And I yeah. remember telling him back to what I was saying, "Hey, I want to go to college." He goes, "Look, man, you may really want to rethink this." 
we can probably do more for you. And after you're out, we can pay for your college. And I was like, dude, my dad's paying for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's funny because I mean, you know, the two of us we went to we went to very different high schools, mm-hmm. right? So yours, I know, there's still a. a interesting mix there. It's not like one of the ritzy high schools that are out here. Right? Yeah, yeah. A bit but, but, um, you know, the one that I went to, it's, it's a little, little ghetto fabulous, uh, in its own right. And, a little uh, duck and cover. yeah. So there were always recruiters there in high school, you know, they'd come around the lunchroom and stuff like that, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't come around the white folks. You know what I mean? Uh, they were, they'd go yeah. after the brothers and it was, it was very apparent what they were doing. Which is the other side of the military that people don't realize. Like they go and they target well, people the, who, who the they who they perceive the fastest growing in the armed forces. I would I think it's I Hispanics. Would, I would expect it to be Hispanic or African American, but they they go after and target what they perceive to be people who aren't going anywhere, you know, and and they give them what they claim is going to be an outlet. You know, we're going to train you up and have have you something to do. Uh, we discussed that in a previous show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I didn't I didn't get really attacked in, in high school by the recruiters, but I did uh, this is probably about seven or eight years ago now. I, I was in this weird phase, didn't really know what I wanted to do career wise and wasn't really happy in the job I was in. I just, you know, on a whim, I reached out to a to a marine recruiter and uh, we traded emails a few times, a couple of phone calls, but mm-hmm. he didn't really pursue me. I don't know if it was because, you know, I was it was I wanted to be an officer, so there is an option by a certain age to go into the Marines. You can go to uh, like OTS or whatever, officer training mm-hmm. school. Um, it's like a, it's like a late older class or whatever. But I don't know if he just couldn't tell that I was like still not serious because I didn't know if I wanted to do that either. Um, <laughs> I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. Um, I, I didn't know if he wanted to, if he realized I didn't want to do that or whatever. But you know, for like a week, he was after me, and then. After a while, he was just like, ah, fuck it, this old bastard making a two shit. He's like chasing go, phone calls, man. I know. Phone call like, leads. I'll go chase a fucking 17-year-old high school kid, you know. What a job, too. Like, we, we at least have to we at least have to push and pressure engineers who are highly intelligent, who know you're spouting bullshit. But they, yeah. they're, t- they're just attacking kids. Yeah. Kids that maybe they don't have a friend. They don't have anybody. Maybe someone else who gets that phone call. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I, hey, I'm they, your brother. They go after these kids who are perceived to not have a place to go. Well, they're, they're, sure. they're going to graduate high school or drop out. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go flip burgers or work odd jobs. Or maybe they're already in trouble. They're in a jail. In a GD, yeah. They're dealing drugs. Whatever it is, right? They don't have a career plan moving mm-hmm. forward. So... Mm-hmm. The recruiters go into these lower income areas and seek these kids out, paint them a nice, pretty picture, tell them they're going to, you know, give them free college and all this shit. They're going to train them up. They're going to have jobs when they get out. Well, do they know they're going to send them to the fucking desert and kill some dude who's protecting his country. And, right. And you're right here. It says this is according to Pew Research. Um, you know, the U.S. is about 72, 73 mm-hmm. percent you know, white Caucasian as okay. we make of the United States. With 40% of that, about 40% of the armed forces are uh, minorities. There you go. You have 17% black, 12% Hispanic, 7% other, and 4% Asian. So a little less than 30% of the, the makeup of the U.S. population is um, 40% of the military. Look at this, 18%, 18 to 17% 
of the armed forces. You're right. Is the black yeah, population? Yeah, yeah, still higher. You're yeah. right. That's where they. It targeting. looks like it's declining though. Uh, black has declined from 18 percent to 17 from 2004 to 2015. Hispanic has gone up nine percent to 12. Yeah, over that same time span. Similar increase for other two. I'm not sure what what kind of falls into that, but maybe that's we become we Pacific we, Islander and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, but, we've had a lot more influx of other nationalities sure, lately, such sure. as India and Pakistan. So sure. we probably have a bunch of them now joining up. But yeah, that's wild, and, think, it's, and it's sad, you know. Well, and I think that kind of makes me happy is it stays right here. In 1990, we had 2 million active duty. Okay. In 2015, 1.3 million. So oh, just right. like you said. Yeah. The good, good people just need to stop going. Yeah. Stop going. Don't Reduction. fucking sign up. Cut in half almost in in 15 years. If, if you want to learn to shoot I mean, guns. I mean, sorry, 25 years. If you want to learn to shoot guns and do cool shit, take a fucking firearms class. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, what's that guy who... um. Oh, he goes into, oh my gosh, he's, 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 I think he's from Houston. He's, uh, he's a black dude who goes to like Chicago and Baltimore and impoverished areas. And he gets with these, you know, single mothers and he teaches him how to do, he, they, they pretty much give them the firearms, give them the guns for free, take them to classes and they teach them to arm themselves. Oh no, there was a dude Oh, here. that is a, such a, it's such a cool, oh, there was, uh, there was a, a white dude that I knew that was doing that for a while. Oh my goodness. I wouldn't remember what that called. That was I've heard him on from everything, from your conservative libertarian podcast all the way to to Bill Maher. He's been on everything. Are you thinking um, of Maj Touré? Is that who it is? Black Guns Matter? Yes. Yeah, he's from Philly, man. I thought he was from Houston. No, no, no. He's from Philly. He's running for, like, mayor or city council. Or, I think it's city council. Hey, bucket, fucking vote Maj yeah. Touré. Maj for Philly, motherfuckers. Hell yeah, dude. Yep, that's him. Yeah, so that's he him. goes he goes in and, and teaches people about their rights when it comes to firearms. Um, tries to promote peace. Then yeah, just puts on training classes. So cool, it's man. open to everybody. It's so free. Awesome. Man, that's a yeah, that's a that's we need more people like But yeah, do shit like that, man. You don't you don't need to join the fucking military just because you want to blow shit up and shoot cool guns. No. Right? Save your money, buy the cool guns, take a fucking class. Don't feed into the system. Well, here's here's a few more good things, right? It says the average age, just I'm not gonna go into all of the stats because yeah. it's just a bunch of bullshit, but the average age of the military has gotten older in the past 40 years and the majority of these military officers now they all have degrees we're getting more educated people in yep. maybe we'll make better city but is that I no, it's know. always been like that i mean to be an officer you have to have a, you have to have a college degree uh yes 92 percent of your regular enlistments have completed high school or some college yeah but, and, and you can enlist with a degree some people choose they still they choose to enlist but if you want to be an officer, you have to have a degree. Gotcha. Oh, look at this. The National Guard makes up 42% and the Reserve makes up 24% hmm. of the armed forces. That's a oh, whole other reserve. That's a yeah. whole other can of fucking worms. We shouldn't have the National Guard. What about the Coast Guard? Well, that's, that's, that's a probably, branch. You know what? That's, that's probably the one branch I don't mind. They're Coast Guard. They protect the coast. They just hang out. And if people are trying to come in, that's when they're inactive. They're not out. You know what I mean? Uh, they're they're going still to other countries. They're still fucking cops for drugs. Yeah, they watch. They, well, they do. so so my uh, my uncle was a chief petty officer in the Coast Guard, and he was in Nam. So he went anyway. Really? Yep. Yep. He went to Vietnam. He was in the Coast Guard. So no one's immune when they need you to kill people. They fucking send everybody. God, we have been in a. It's like the people who signed up for the National Guard here, right? 
They sign up for the National Guard. They think, oh, man, I'm not going to have to do shit until, like, a fucking disaster strikes. Wait for a hurricane. I'm going to pass out a bottle of water. Well, no, there, there's a litany of fucking countries that we would like to invade for their oil or for whatever other reason. They're all hot and they're all fucking sandy. And it's all full of poor people who are just trying to take care of themselves. And, uh, yeah, as many people want to sign up to be in the military, we will fucking send overseas to fight and die for no reason. <sighs> we need more We need more guys like, like your boy Pete Raymond over here put this. Posted this up earlier today by General Smedley Butler. We need more Smedley. guys like this. Smedley. Smedley. Smedley? That's, I guess I guess Smedley. the I guess the E sound is two E's. Yes. Not one. That's that that's that education from this neck of the woods kicking in. <laughs> I never realized <laughs> I never realized like when I slow down and speak slowly and really enunciate how poor my grammar can be. Yes. That's why I speak fast. Because people are like, did he mess that up? If you swear if you swear it all together. You put your nine words in a row, but we can't tell. If you say it fast enough, they'll forget what you said. It's kind of like those, those sentences script. you read. If you read the first word in a sentence and the last word, you like you know what everything else is in between, even though all the letters are mixed. Yes, the jumbled words. Yes. As long as the first, the first and last letters are the same, you'll, you'll figure out the word. Your brain, your brain fixes it. Boom power. So what? <laughs> well, I tell you what. So what did uh, what did Smelly Smelly Butler have to say? Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool, pretty cool tweet here by old Pete. He stated, uh, our boys were sent off to die with beautiful ideals painted in front of them. No one told them that dollars and cents were the real reason they were marching off to kill and die. Yeah. Industrial complex. Military industrial complex right there. And he's fully admitted it. Like Smedley Butler also said, I mean, the the, the men and women, the men back then, they're just fucking cannon fodder in in the rulers' wars. Um, That's all all the the soldiers are. The the higher-ups don't give a fuck. The people in Congress who can actually declare war don't give a fuck. I feel like if you, um, you know, if you declare war, your ass needs to like at least be fucking over there. Almost, it almost seems like I mean, so yeah, politicians. Yes, I understand. Fifty generations ago, everybody went to war, but now these high and mighty guys, yeah, you know, well, with their family is well, even fucking. I mean, in World War Two, and you had you know Patton. Was that World War Two? Was World War Two? Yeah, uh, you had Patton out there, fucking general. You know, he's leading the troops, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking do that shit anymore. No one's on the front fucking lines. No one's up there picking up a rifle and fighting. They're not riding in tanks. You know what I mean? No, they're fucking safe. Back then, yeah, you had to, if you were a general, you had to fucking lead by example. Yeah. You were on the front lines, yeah. man. World War One. those guys were, those guys were out on it. Now they're here in Washington, D.C., probably hidden in some, you know, think tank, 10 stories below ground, just looking at a bunch of screens, flying a bunch of drones. God, drone warfare. That's a whole nother I'm happy our guys aren't dying, but I think our guys that are flying the drones have just as bad PTSD, don't they? Absolutely. It's the same thing. I mean, we're still we're still over there fucking killing people who are doing nothing but protecting their homes, right? So what happens? I mean, you know, yeah, we've 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 made them the enemy, right? So we've we've dehumanized the Arab population of the Middle East. We've dehumanized radical Islam. That's a great way to dehumanize everybody. We we've dehumanized Eastern Africa, right? So we can go invade over there, and the end is to make sure that we have no questions and no qualms about pulling the trigger or pressing the button on the video screen in front of us to fire that missile from the fucking drone to kill those people, right? But what would fucking happen if Texas were invaded by by an opposing force? Right? No matter the reason. Even if we did yeah. something. You know Let's what? Say, say, say fucking Australia gets pissed off at us for some reason, right? And they come marching they decide, they decide They march up through fucking Mexico and they invade Texas. They come across the fucking Rio Grande. What the fuck are we going to do? We're going to fight back, right? Everybody here. I've always said it. The, the day 
that my country gets invaded, at least my neighborhood, as mm-hmm. I'll say, the day that my neighborhood gets invaded, because fuck the country, I don't really have a country necessarily, right? But the day that my, my neighborhood gets invaded, I'll be a fucking insurgent. I'll pick up a fucking gun. You know what I mean? Like, that's all these people are doing. They don't give a fuck if we're American. Half the people in fucking Afghanistan that are out in the fucking sticks, they don't know if the last goddamn war ended. They think we're fucking Russian. So they just see they just see some white dude with a fucking rifle shoved in their face, and they're trying to fight back. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I would do the same thing. Say, oh, these people are killing my fucking neighbors? Fuck that. I'm picking up my fucking guns, and I'm fighting. I'll be the insurgent. So, but we never guess think, what? They're we not, never, they're we not, never think of that. They're not the fucking state, right? Right? They're not Afghanistan. They're right. just the poor fucking people yeah. that have to live there exactly. with a tyrannical government. But we we never think about that, right? Because, like I said, we we properly dehumanize the, what we see as the enemy, right? The, the royal we. They've been dehumanized to the point, be it that they're radical Muslim terrorists, or you know, they were the ones. Their their cousin was the one that flew the plane into the twin towers. You know what I mean? Like it, that's what we do, so that. Our fucking 17 and 18 year olds go over there and go, yeah, that motherfucker, you know, he killed 3,000 people. There's not, there's not even a second thought when they really are just some poor dude who doesn't give a fuck. They care about their general vicinity, their neighborhood. They don't give a fuck about what country they're in. They don't give a fuck about what we're fighting for. They're just trying to not have their fucking house blown up. I don't fucking blame them. I'd be right there with them. I mean, even if America say, say America just was the aggressor and did something horrible to Australia. Something yeah. that we're all like, oh my God. You know, and then they start marching up through Mexico to, I say, I guess, re- enact their revenge. And you're like, hey man, their revenge is, is understandable. But still, they're coming yeah. up through Texas and they're coming up here and they're, like you said, they're killing your friends and the locals. It doesn't matter how wrong our government was, our state was. Yeah. We're going to protect our brethren, our friends, our local community. And think about it. We're calling these little local communities. They don't have internet or probably freaking telephones. They're just, they don't even, they're, they're two months behind whatever the newspaper says. Yeah. They don't even know they're coming. Yeah. They just see tanks rolling in. They're like, holy shit. We're, are we at war with someone? What's going on? Yeah. So, it's, it's like the same as some person living out in fucking Orla. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't fucking know what's going on. They don't give a fuck. They got other shit going on, right? They're raising their fucking sheep or whatever the fuck. You know, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, they don't give a fuck. Uh, they're just out there trying to live their life, trying to raise their kids, enjoy their family, hang out with their neighbors, do whatever the fuck they do over there, whatever their culture says is supposed to happen, right? And then here we come, uh, guns ablazing, you know, and we see what we've convinced ourselves is the enemy. So we're going to pull a fucking trigger on them. And it's bullshit. I mean, I hope, I, I feel like people as a whole, even a lot of my, because where I came and I grew up, like I said, a lot of my gun-toting friends and family who, like you said, were so... Backwood, red, neocon, or you know, white collar neocon. Yeah. So I, I love the fact though I am seeing the right join the left and being anti-war. Generally, I, I think the, the younger the younger people are. The, yeah, the younger generation, absolutely. Yeah, don't go talk to the grandpas around here. They're, they're still because they all grew up in Nam. All the grandpas here grew up in Nam, so that's all they know, right? Yep. Yep. Even though they all hate it, disagree with it, it's weird. It's, it's so crazy how you can go. They all admit it was wrong. Yeah. I think, I wonder if the propaganda back then was that much better. I guess if you only have two radio stations and two the, TV channels. It's the same as it is now. It's just complete submission to the state. That's why we have these holidays. I mean, I watched, I watched the fucking Astros game today, you know, and I'm sure at every other ballpark across the nation mm-hmm. and even uh, the fucking Blues game. I watched the beginning of the, the fucking first game of the Stanley Cup, right? 
Everybody fucking stands up. We sing God Bless America. It's a it's an extra special emotional uh, national anthem being sung. You know, and it's and don't get me it's wrong, just though, fucking every, nonsense. It's just one other opportunity for them to drive in that propaganda. But, a little bit more. but don't get me wrong, every American soldier over the last you know hundred years that had died in war, I absolutely mourn for them because I absolutely. I believe they all kind of like the officer thing, right? I believe the majority <laughs> of them sign up for the right reasons. Yeah, they're on un- what, they, like, what they think are the right. Just reasons. like me, I was yeah. uneducated, yeah. and I was like, "Hey, this sounds like a great idea." Because you don't know any, you don't know any. No. You you've been lied to your entire life. Well, turn on so you, so you media channel, up. right? Yeah. I have cable growing up, yeah. so I had like four channels, and they were the CBS, right. NBC, ABC. Well, and That's you, you sign up thinking that you're going to be part of a bigger cause, okay. that you're doing this in service to your country, to help people. Protect. You're fighting for people's freedoms back home. Yes. That, that's. That's what you think you're signing up for. And therefore, I and the people get in and they realize what the fuck actually is going on. But for too many of them, they realize too late. And they come back in fucking caskets, right? And they can never go back and take back what they did after they've come to that realization. But yeah, and so there are, there are people, right, that are that are out there. I, my heart does go out for to everybody who's died, everybody who's had to serve, and they come back. You, you don't get to serve and go overseas and come back unchanged, right? Everyone in your unit, everyone in your platoon, whatever the fuck, you know, they, something has happened to everyone. Even if something didn't directly happen to you, something has happened to the, to your friends and family over there mm-hmm. that affects you too. So I feel bad for those people that have to get into that situation that were sold that bill of goods, not realizing that they were being lied to. Um, but you, you do have your bad apples, just like you have the worst cops, right? So you have the dude that just got arraigned, charged, or whatever the fuck happened. Uh, you know, he's over there killing civilians. And I guess he did. He, I, I don't want to say anymore. I'm, I'm not sure of all the details, but he did some bad shit and he fucking murdered people. So that's that's something different. So I, I don't feel bad for him. If he fucking takes a bullet to the head by the quote enemy, I don't give a fuck. Fuck that guy. So, he can rot in hell as far as I'm concerned. But for the other people who are out there, they're thinking they're doing the right thing, right? They're, they're fucking door kickers. They're, they're in there. The captain says, hey, man, we're raiding this fucking house today. He doesn't go, man, why are we raiding the house? Is there a fucking terrorist in there? He goes, yes, sir, right? Fucking kicks the door in. If somebody gets shot on the way in, well, that's part of the operation, right? But, but I feel bad for him because it was beat into, him, beat into him to follow those orders. Maybe he should know better, but that's part of the indoctrination. It is. The captain has the best interest for you. Absolutely. That's part, of, that's part of your indoctrination. That's why you go to fucking boot camp is to get that shit beat out of you, right? So you don't question anything. You get the order, you fucking go. I feel bad for that guy because he's over there committing fucking atrocities without realizing it. And he's the one that realizes too late. And he comes back home. The country doesn't give a fuck about him anymore because he's not useful to him, right? So if he gets like shot in the leg and he can't go, well, the VA is fucked. He's going to come back. He's got fucking PTSD. He's going to have depression. He's thinking about eating the pistol every goddamn day. It's what, 25 do a day? Is that what it is? 22, 24, something like that. Yeah, and it's... You know, those are all the ones that realize it when they get absolutely. Back home they're they struggling with this out. shit. They're struggling with this shit because every at our core, I think we're all moral people. We we know that what these guys know that what they're doing is wrong. They have to know some of them, and it's hard for them to rationalize between what they were told is right and what they think is wrong, and it's the same act. You're pulling a trigger on a fucking kid in a neighborhood that's protecting his neighborhood. Your leadership tells you it's cool. Go ahead and do it. That's what you need to do. Your inner voice is telling you, what the fuck is going on? 
right? And then you come home and you have no fucking support and you have to figure out how to deal with that shit. That's fucked up, man. And the country does that to people. Also, they can make a few bucks on the back end. Also, we can keep the fucking industrial, military industrial complex running. Everybody's getting fucking rich. Politicians are getting fucking donations and kickbacks. That's what I kind of want to segue into here for a little bit. Sure. Is we both talked about. I know, gotta, least, I know you got to run. We can wrap it up too if you need oh, to. Oh, no, it's all right. Um, well, yeah, I do. But there's a few things I just want to touch on. Because mm-hmm. we both, we just harped on for a long time about the men at the bottom, right? Yeah. The men who I, I believe the majority of, like like you do, are just guys kind of, an, they're uneducated. They're doing what they can. They're yeah. doing, they have their hearts in the right place and it's all for the wrong reasons. They want to make a difference and they think they found a way to do that. So what do you say on the political level when you are these congressmen, when you are these senators who, when you have senators, I mean, the majority of senators are upper middle class, are rich. Let's not lie. Mm-hmm. There's very, very few guys that actually come up from poverty to become a senator or a congressman. Especially at the Senate level. Oh, absolutely. At the Senate level. That's, you're, you're, you have to Congress, be you've got the younger folks. Like, you know, you've got AOC, right? She was just a normal person. Right. You can win a small district, right? Right. 11,000 votes right. and get in. But how do you think these politicians in their head justify this? Because let's, let's be honest, the majority of all of our politicians up there, they're all, they're your Harvard, Yale, right? Yeah. Your Penn, they're all the, the in-click, the in-families, the generations of power. Uh, they're not ignorant. Honestly, I, I think they see it as just a giant game of risk. Game if they're if they're not if they're not part I of thought, the, I thought you were gonna say Game of Thrones because I no. just started watching it and I got excited. <laughs> I'm like, he's gonna reference it? No, no, I won't do that. No, I think I think they all they all consider it to be a giant real life game of risk. It, it's it's chess played out in real life. If they're not one of the ones that are part of the the powerful elite, you know, that are really behind the scenes, whatever you want to call it, the deep state. These, mm-hmm. you know, there there are senators, the old guard. They've, they've been connected. They they know people. They know how things work. Um, this is just your average, you know, it's like Joe Smith from fucking Wyoming. There isn't a Senator Joe Smith from Wyoming, but you know what I mean, right? It's just, he's just some dude, he's in the Senate or just some Congressman. I think they just see it as uh, they're so fucking disconnected that, that they're just moving pieces on a fucking chessboard. They see that if they make the right decision and what would be the right decision for them is to send people to war. They know that their bank account is going to get fuller. Because a lobbyist, will you've got Ryan. Lockheed, you've got Lockheed Martin chasing you, Boeing. you've got fucking Boeing, got all these people following you, chasing you, trying to throw money at you. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you sit on. Doesn't matter if you sit in the aisle. If you send people to war, you're going to get the support of the military-industrial complex, and that's what keeps everything running. That's what keeps the wheels turning, right there. And I guess we're not questioning them, their policies, right. their politics, right? Well, Distract. And, and we get what we gave, we give them more power. And half the time money. too, half the time too, these fucking guys, like, you know, they, they, they drank the same flavor that we did. You know what I mean? They're fucking fully bought in. You know, they, they think it's rah, rah, wave the flag, full on patriotism. Yeah. And what, we're, we're going to send our boys to war by God. And what a better way to grab power from the American people sure. at free will sure. by enacting war and saying, ah, Patriot Act, anybody? Yeah. Right. And then. And then we Americans, Absolutely. the masses, go take our freedom, take yeah. our rights, protect us. And like we you said, at, at the same time, even the, even the ones who, who have to be oblivious to what's actually going on, the more enemies we have abroad, the less we realize the real enemy, right? Even they know that. Even the dumb ones know that. If we're pissed off at somebody 10,000 miles away in a fucking sandbox that lives in a mud hut, 
we're not going to be looking at, at Washington, at the dude in the fucking brownstone that costs $5 million. You know what I mean? Nationalism turns a blind eye yeah. to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So not to get too conspiratorial, but I, I know there there are some some folks there that, that they know. And these are the power elite. And they fucking know it's wrong. And they see it as a fucking sacrifice uh, to their McCain. God. Yeah, McCain's definitely one. He fucking knows it's wrong. McCain, Graham, those war. God. Or knew it's wrong. Whatever. They have such a hard on. Why aren't they on the front lines? Well, McCain got shot down. He's a war hero, remember. Did he turn his afterburners on? On like a ship? Yeah, he fucking turned his afterburners on. He dropped a fucking missile on the deck and killed some people. So, there's that. War hero. He also worked his, <laughs> he also, he also worked his damnedest to, uh, after he got released from the, from the prison camp, or the, the POW camp, he, uh, he worked his hardest to not have any documents released. Um, oh, didn't they say he Congress. turned over because he turned over sensitive information to be kept alive? I don't know about that part. What I do know I got really is, excited. That's a whole other conspiracy. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did could, you hear? Yeah. Maybe we could have Wild West Willie really on and talk about that. <laughs> we need so, Willie. Willie will be here. Yeah. He will. We're, we're building up our, uh, our topic list here. It's, it's going to get good and it's going to get silly and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so, but we can, we can leave it here. I'm um, good here. Wrap up Memorial yeah. Day. You know, it's kind of wanted to just hit on what we've all been thinking. And as you know, the libertarian ANCAPs and anarchists always have a, a hard time celebrating Memorial Day because the majority of us don't believe in pretty much any of these wars or aggressions just, we're doing. Yeah, but at the same time, we feel for these damn boys that are going over there and dying. Yeah. What a conflicting holiday. Yeah, I just want to leave you with this. I mean, if if you have young people in your family or your group of friends that are that are thinking about joining and signing up for the military, just pull them aside and make sure that, you know, if, if you're if you're in the right frame of mind and, and you kind of think like we do and you don't want to see them get hurt or do something that they're going to regret 30 years from now or 30 days from now. Pull them aside and talk to them, give them a phone call, send them an email, text them, whatever you can do. Just make sure they rethink it. Let them know there's other options. You don't have to sign up for the fucking military. You don't You don't have to be a, a soldier to be a man. You can find different ways to go to school. Maybe you don't need to go to school. If you're looking to go to school by joining the military because you know you're going to get free money, we can do maybe it. you can do something else. Do a whole topic on education. Oh, Absolutely. We I'm should. all excited now. We should. We should. But I, I just want to leave you guys with that. I mean, like Ron Paul said, if you want to be a patriot and you think you can be a patriot by signing up for the military, just support peace instead. Don't sign up. Don't sign up for a war of aggression. Don't sign up to fight somebody who you don't know 10,000 miles away. Um, or like Einstein, you know, let's let's be brokers of peace for the next generation, right? If we're going to end these wars and bring people home, the first step is not signing up. So leave it there, guys. Touche, Matt. What are you, what are you going to do now without me? For the next two weeks. I guess I'll drink my own whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out. We might have to, have to have a call or maybe I'll do some solo shit. I don't know. We'll figure so it out. Get, get Carl on here. Get Willie on here. Yeah. Get, you yeah. Know, go down some rabbit holes. It could uh, be good. I'm, I might be able to sneak off to the side, you know, and then we can We can do a short one. Do a little call. After, right? your, after your lady goes to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Call from the I'll be high. I'll be, I'll be laying in an empty bathtub with a yeah. seat over me. Yeah, it'll be good. We'll, we'll figure something out here. And uh, yeah, we'll have more content coming your way. So uh, yeah, thanks again, everybody. We got a huge bump from FagCast. So 
special thanks to Car Campit and Bird Archist. Those guys are great, good friends, and thanks for boosting the show. Um, and also out there, hey, you know, it's kind of on the same topic. Go listen to the Bite the Bullet podcast, JTT Risky. Um, he's a good dude, too. Went through a lot of shit overseas. Really some shit, you know. He had to fucking go. Sucks. So that's enough shit right there. He's got a new podcast out. Go listen to that. Um, yeah, go listen to Fagcast. All those guys, the whole circle of fucking anarchist friends on, on Twitter. Um, yeah, Are you see. going to Childerberg? Fuck yeah, I'm going to Childerberg, dude. Really? Just you got your find- tent? Yeah, I got a tent. Got your truck yet? Fuck no, I'm still gonna find a truck. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're gonna be hiking, brother. I know it's coming, it's coming, and I might have to. I don't, even, I don't think he listens because I, I haven't seen any downloads from fucking Scandinavia. But I think I'm supposed to pick up Alex Utopian. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter or not. Mm-hmm. He's flying into Houston, I guess. So I might have to take He's him. Flying from Scandinavia to Houston, and then he's going to fucking Shoulderberg. To Shoulder, dude, that's a fucking so that's a champion right there, man. Yeah, DM, DM I, me I hope back. He got a free shirt. If you listen, DM me back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Peace. Take care, brothers. That was good.